where we discuss the movie Titanic minute by minute. I'm your co-host, Rob. I'm joined, as always, by my good friends, Joe and Duff. Hey, everybody. Uh, it's great to be back. I've uh, pushed down all my feelings from yesterday. I'm ready to go. Okay, good. Bury those. We're Midwestern men. Bury it. Mm, right down there. Stay there. T- uh, tie that corset tight. Mm-hmm. Don't let anything out. Yep. Yes, that is that is the tightest. That is the equivalent of uh, a corset for women is... Um, the Midwest Bury, way. Burying yes. your emotions. With, Our emotions. With That's stoic right. silence. <laughs> uh, in this uh, minute, the, really, the Midwest is a corset of both coasts being drawn <laughs> tight <laughs> against us. It's true. Uh, today we're going to talk about Minute 74 of Titanic. In this minute, Ruth doesn't want her fine things sold at an auction. Um, so it starts with Rose uh, sort of being like, I'm being selfish. And Ruth gets to the real heart of the matter by saying, do you want to see me working as a seamstress? Is that what you want? To see your fine things sold at auction? Our memories scattered to the wind? So I have one huge question here, and I actually don't know the answer, and I think we could discuss this quite a bit. Is Ruth acting here, or is she really upset? What do you mean acting? Uh, By which thing? So... It's she, like, I, I always thought she was honestly upset, but what do you mean? Is she acting? Well, so, like, she, I, it seems like she delivers it like it's real, right? And then she sort of, like, turns around and shields her face from Rose. And I almost, like, it almost comes off to me in some ways as her being like, all right, let's see if that line worked. Because ultimately she's, she's playing Rose so they can, she can get with Cal. Any way she can. She's pretty, uh, guys, pardon the pun, ruthless. <laughs> I don't. Like, I, I don't. I. I completely don't understand your question because, like, what would she? She. She's openly saying you need to marry him. So we don't for money. So for yes. money, and so we keep our things. Where's the money? Yeah. So then, what is she lying about? Because obviously, she cares about that. She cares about that, but the way she sort of like delivers this, do you want to see me working as a seamstress? Is that what you want to see your fine things sold at auction? Our memories scattered to the wind. And then she turns around, like she turns her, her, her face to her daughter and sort of like waits for Rose to respond. Like it, in some ways it plays to me All as right, if well, she's... I, I, okay. There's a difference between like lying and manipulating. Okay, manipulating. Is she, is she like overselling? How's that? Um, or is this just a weird thing? I think. I don't know. I mean, it, if if she's a reliable narrator, it sounds like they're in pretty dire straits. It, as in, like, is Rose a reliable narrator, or is Ruth, Ruth a reliable? If narrator? Ruth is telling the truth about the money's gone and they're gonna have to sell all their stuff, like, I don't know if she's being so hi- hyperbolic or not. I guess that's my question. So I think, yeah, I think all that stuff is true. They are probably financially. Uh, in, in, in a problematic situation, but like when she, you know, starts kind of 
carrying on with this with this situation. Are you saying like when you know when you have like an argument with a significant other and you kind of say things you don't mean? Are you that type of thing? Yeah, she sort of turns. You want to see me working as a seamstress? You know, like sort of like. Are you are you wondering how bad off will they be? And in reality, yeah, I guess that's a way to say because like part of me, part of me, as I've mentioned earlier, kind of empathizes with Ruth a little bit here like what you know she's sort of this is the world she lived in she knows nothing else this is only way she knows you know she she was probably born rich married the wrong man lost all the money and is now just trying to stay into the only world she knows like I part of me empathizes with her on that but um you know she also mentions like auctioning off things and stuff and it's like well I mean you could probably auction all your stuff off you have a a lady servant or lady what were we supposed, what did Megan say? We forgot already. <laughs> a lady's maid that sort of, you know, to oh help you God, out like she's gonna be so mad and I, I know. can't wait to hear about it. <laughs> the the like but like, you know, there's seems to be plenty they could do to like, you know, scale down a little bit and still probably be okay. Is she sort of overselling it with this seamstress? Rob is the nineteen twelve version of John Stossel who <laughs> I oh no who <laughs> dresses up like a homeless person to show how good they have it. You know, as a kid I loved John Stossel and then as I got older <laughs> I was like, Oh, he's a real bad person. He did real <laughs> But like this, this is like the type of this is what the John Stossel, come on our podcast. We've got some thing or two to say to you show, guy. Fight me, show yourself. <laughs> we want like the, I, I want to call out again Haraldo. <laughs> and John Stossel. Yes, that was our, our and you guys are actually both ba- you guys are ba- both basically the same thing. Tucker, Tucker, get get your big boy tie and come on. <laughs> we'll we'll throw down. But yeah, no, this, Rob- this movie is like pretty much exclusively white people, so Tucker should feel comfortable talking about it. <laughs> now, Rob just reminds me of those people like, oh, poor people of a microwave. They're not that bad. <sighs> I'm just that, that it's extremely Rob. <laughs> they have an HD TV. They they're probably fine. Well, if they're not eating out of a dumpster, how poor can they be? Oh, guys, the version of me you create. Rob um, is a co-author of Hillbilly Elegy. Oh. <laughs> what Senator Hillbilly? So Elegy. so this oh, this God. this now we're okay, I'm gonna mute my mic for a little bit. This interpretation <laughs> I have that potentially Ruth is overplaying it is uh, this is a big thing. You guys don't get that at all. I I mean, there's always the possibility that she's an unreliable narrator and she's exaggerating. Like, now I'm kind of thinking of like, unmute. Uh, I've unmuted. <laughs> I've unmuted because I just got to put a stop to this. It's a James Cameron movie. Subtlety will never occur. That's why she's delivering the speech this way. Yeah, she's being over the top because everything in a James Cameron movie is over the top. Okay. I, I guess I do. Uh, the, the two lovers met when someone the, when, when Rose was trying to ca- throw herself off of a giant ship. Oh, I thought you were talking about Helga and Fabrizio for a second. <laughs> no, they did it first. But <laughs> I, I'm talking about. I'm not talking about the deleted scene. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, I mean, that's that's you know, this is why we do this. We can dig into this a little bit. I, so, does anyone know? I actually don't have an answer. I say that like I do. But what is? <laughs> uh, how does like a seam? How is a seamstress doing in 1912? Outside of, uh, <laughs> outside of unless there was like a fire in the building. I know they don't do I was well going to say. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. I was wondering I was which like, of the three of us would bring it up first. Uh, it's time for a triangle shirtwaist factory minute. 
It only lasts about three minutes. Oh, <laughs> my God. Oh, my God. Okay. Oh, I'm so sorry to everyone. Uh, okay, well, so we're not in favor of it. <laughs> no, of course not. Of course not. For, they should have had doors. For, <laughs> for anyone who's wondering, we are uh, anti-sweatshops uh, with no exits. <laughs> yes. In case that needed to be put out there. Caroline, good luck again. Um that wasn't that long before the Titanic sank. It was actually. one year before. Yeah, I thought it was like I thought it was like ten years before, but it was only one uh, year before. March of nineteen eleven. You know how? Imagine if you like, you know, had I mean, had a family member or a, a friend that died in that tragedy, and you know, like less than a year later, everyone's just like, ah, whatever. What about this big ship with all yeah, the rich people? And, and you don't have like a Maddie Iglesias article to tell you why actually sweatshop shops are okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, it's kind of the same thing as when, uh, you know, one of your children is gunned down on their way to preschool or whatever, and then a year later, it's like, meh, price of freedom. No, don't worry. Uh, uh, Teachers are going to get a video game to teach us how to deal with that, so kids aren't going to get hurt anymore. This is a dark week on Titanic Minute. The good good guy with the gun's going to show up. You know, it's it's not that dark. Just tighten up that Midwestern corset. I'm not feeling anything. Okay, so... Um, Rose is unfair. Back to Titanic. Rose is so unfair. I, uh, I'm really excited for someone to get mad at an iTunes review. <laughs> <laughs> These leftists and liberals ruining Titanic for me. Listen, if, if no one who listened to Tombstone got mad, no one's getting upset during this. Um, yeah. So <laughs> it's weird that Ruth, who is... I really want someone to get mad, but okay. Uh, Ruth, who is such like a, you know, a bit of a one-note character, if you will... Uh, unlike yeah, most it's teams. really. I feel bad for the actress, Frances yeah, Fisher. She does really well. Yeah, with, yeah she does. I mean, I, I, yeah, I just really hate her. Well, I mean, and, and part of that's on purpose, but she does have this. No, line. I know it's on purpose. It's just like it didn't need to be this one-dimensional. Well, but then with that said, we have this line that she says in this minute, which is, you know, uh, a, a really important line. I think when she says, "Of course, it's unfair." We are women. Our choices are never easy, which is like a, you know, I I think like a a fantastic line, and still, I mean, sadly, we're in 2018, and that line still holds. I I will a lot. say that when I was that line actually kind of resonated with me when I was a dumb, fourteen, fifteen year old, like that. Like I'm like, oh yeah, I I kind of get yeah, I get it. Oh, I mean, you guys tease me a lot, and that's fine. But like, honestly, like, is you it? Know, Are you sure? I'm okay. I'm not mad. <laughs> Tighten will, that corset. Nothing. That. Nothing will kill my optimism. Um, like you know, R- Ruth is. I mentioned before, like she's just some middle-aged, like going into you know, older unskilled woman who grew up rich and doesn't know anything else has no rights that can't vote like all this stuff like there's not a whole lot she can really do in 1912 to change the course of things true but that doesn't she didn't need to be mean to molly brown and stuff no i mean like if she was truly like a character where it's like uh you know i'm just trying to survive that doesn't excuse her like turning up her nose at Molly Brown. Also, yeah. and I'm like, she's still an awful human being. Also, I'm not a, a parent, um, but I hear <laughs> that when you have children, that usually you kind of want them to have it better than you do. Yeah, and uh, that's Ruth, a really interesting old-fashioned idea. <laughs> yeah. 
Remember the idea that like you were gonna be better off than your parents were? Yeah. I don't Thanks, know. Boomers. I've heard about it. <laughs> um, but anyway, like yeah, like it she seems awfully concerned with just her stuff and she doesn't really seem to care that Rose is gonna be shackled to the same life that she had. Yeah, you could have you could have really written rewritten this scene as like her just saying like 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 you're always going to be able to find men like Jack who just go where they please and do what they please. Don't end up like me marrying this rascal who lost all of our money by acting recklessly. Cal's not perfect, but at least you know you'll never have to worry or want. Yeah. That that is probably not right, but it's an understandable position. Like I'm if a- she comes from a position like I married a man who you couldn't trust. We know like Cal's not perfect, but at least you know that it, things will be stable financially, at least. Yeah, I mean, so I, this is like the struggle of this, right? Because I kind of, like I said, I empathize to some extent to Ruth. Why? Well, hold on, let me let me finish. <laughs> Why? Let, me, let me finish, because like part of Can me I says, finish? "Can I finish?" <laughs> part of me says, like, as like you know, a white male who has never really had to deal with any social adversity in my entire life just shingles i don't uh hold on a second hold hold on on a second you've been persecuted as a gamer okay (laughs) remember when we used to play gamecube and those uh those jocks would make fun of us yeah okay actually they were like hippies right yeah they're hippies slurs work let let me finish but like part of me you know it's easy to put myself in that position like you don't need to be mean to people but i also don't know what it's like to like you know have have the entire existence of society built against me. You know what I mean? So, like, part of me says that. The other part of me says James Cameron wrote this, who also has no idea. <sighs> Who's been married five times. Yeah, I mean, so, like, I this is, like, where I struggle. Uh, okay, but- so, uh, first of all, I fair to an extent that you, you know, you don't have that burden. But when when Ruth talks about why she should do this, there's never anything about, like, social, like you know, it's like, oh, you need to do this for a good reason. It's just like, oh, we're going to have to sell all our stuff. The money has gone. Like, that's her reason. Her reason is that she doesn't want to have to work. She doesn't want to, like, have all their stuff sold. Yeah, it, it's just, it, it's, there. There isn't. there is a way you can make this work dramatically, her wanting to be with Cal. Yeah. But it focuses on all the wrong reasons. When, when even with the existing mythology this movie is built up, like you, you could you could write this like it's she's not, looking out for her daughter's safety. It's not Sophie's choice. Like it's not like oh, I, I understand why she's making she's marrying this guy. The the ease from a narrative standpoint, the easy route would probably be is if they had a child, and she'd be like, well, you don't you aren't making decisions for yourself anymore. You're supposed to think of your child. Do your views change if we remember that this is the story told from some hundred-year-old woman that's trying to explain why she's so excited about this naked picture that was drawn of her? <laughs> <laughs> like her, like <laughs> this is her version of what her mom told uh, her. If we remember that, it's Barbara Bush telling the story. Yes. <laughs> yeah, like I guess, like really, like whichever the the motivations of the character depend on which part of her brain is being activated by mold and right now it's like the materialistic aspect of her brain that's active that's where the cultures are working which soap opera she's recalling from the 60s oh god um 
Uh, with that said, Joe, I, it's Thursday. I was wondering if you've, you know, as our brand ambassador, had any luck. Make that, uh, make oh, that wow. money. I'm, I'm really excited because this is something that I think you guys, uh, this is something that, that's pretty meaningful to us. Um, it's actually another podcast. Mm. Um, is that the shirtwaist triangle minute? <laughs> <laughs> no. No. Uh, we we kind of are part of a, and and I know, I know Rob out of the three of us listens to the most of these, part of this sort of, uh, what would you call our community or whatever? Uh, the Minute by Minute community, which you can find more at moviesbyminutes.com. MXMers, so, if you're into the parlance. Yep. So, so this is a brand new uh, Minute by Minute podcast. It's uh, Empire Minute by Minute. Okay. Um, I don't have you guys. Have you guys seen Empire? The, the Fox show? show. Oh no, no, not the Fox show. This is uh, about Andy Warhol's Empire, oh, okay. minute by minute. <laughs> and uh, I, I, thought, a, I thought you meant the uh, the the hip hop show on Fox. Yeah. No, 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 no. Minute by minute is about films. So uh, okay. this is the Empire minute by minute. I mean, we've all heard of the legendary uh, towering artist Andy Warhol. Mm-hmm. This is his film about the greatest tower of all, the Empire State Building. And this is going to break down Empire minute by minute. <laughs> and uh, it's a really exciting opportunity for you to pass the time <laughs> with this podcast about a movie that covers the passage of time. Uh, their first episode launches on Monday. Uh, you can go to empireminute.com to subscribe. And uh, check out this really cool, exciting new podcast. Uh, have you guys had a chance to listen to the pilot yet? I sent you the link earlier, or I, I you know, I, I couldn't find the time for it. Yeah, I, I have not had the chance. Joe, just so our oh. listeners know, can you can you let people know how long Empire is? No, it's eight hours and five minutes. <laughs> of what? That's, so that's four hundred eighty-five episodes. Of what? Yeah, Joe? so like this is a really a chance to go down a pretty special journey about about an incredible film. Would you guys say? I mean, we're, we're you guys would would you guys consider yourselves film buffs? Yeah, I would. Yeah. Would you, where would you put this on the Andy Warhol rankings? <laughs> um, maybe, probably above. Well, maybe it's as good or better than uh, the movie Blowjob. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. it. I, I was. It's really, really, really tough. Yeah, it's probably yeah, I mean, to compare this to the blowjob movie. Yeah, blowjob, blow, blowjob. I, I would is, put uh, it. I would put it. I put it just above blowjob, but right below sleep. What about haircut number two? <laughs> Where would you put it compared to haircut number two? I don't know. I, I, I. It's a really unpopular position, sort of like when you think about it, the same way that you know we've argued about the Back to the Future trilogy, where I'm the only one that likes the third Back to the Future the best. Yeah. Uh, I like haircut number three the best. <laughs> and I know we've thought about that a lot. What a dump! What a god! <laughs> Can we go back to our stupid podcast? Yeah, so it's at empireminute.com. Uh, check it out. I mean, they they're they're huge fans of Titanic Minute. We really appreciate it. Um, oh, so I, we always like to uh, you know support the rest of the community. This is the newest one, so uh, check it out. Empire Minute by okay. Minute. Thanks for that, Joe. Um, yeah, no, th- don't thank me. Thank them. Yeah, Thanks, Empire Minute. That's good. Good to know. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna, 
I hope there's bonus content. 485 episodes is not enough. No, hope there's some weekend editions. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, I would imagine if there's interest, maybe they'll get like a Patreon thing going and they do special weekend episodes, maybe where they'd cover some other Warhol stuff. I don't know. Well, yeah. I, I hope they do uh, Showa next. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Um, so, <laughs> back to the minute. The, uh, the end of this minute ends with Ruth kissing Rose on the cheek and finishing up the corset. Um, is there any love between these two? There has to be. Ruth and her mom? Yeah. yeah. Why, why else would she do this? Because she just wants her to marry Cal? No, the other way. No, what? Why would, why would Ro- Rose... Why would Rose, like, kind of sort of put up with all this? Yeah, stuff? Rose has shown that she almost kills herself rather than go through with this. Yeah, rather than just be like, no. Yeah. Okay. No, that's, that's a good point, guys. Um, listeners, you should be readers as well. And go to titanicminute.com slash newsletter and sign up for Sinking Feeling, our newsletter that Caroline, who there should be a GoFundMe for her to just keep doing this. The topic she's going to have to look up this week. <laughs> Bless her. Um, you should go to titanicminute.com slash newsletter. Sign up. It's free. If you're new, you're sort of binging, you're, you're getting into it, you can look at old issues. Check it out there. And uh, it's super awesome, super fun. You find out a lot of – if we say something that you have no idea what we're talking about, it may be solved in a sinking feeling. Uh, it's way better than the podcast, honestly. It yeah. is. It takes way less time of <laughs> for them. for Not for Caroline, but for the for the people who are yeah, 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 to digest. Um, finally, we'll be back tomorrow. It's happy hour. We'll be back tomorrow with uh, Minute 75 of Titanic. <laughs> 